everyone, welcome to another episode of Opposites React. It is July 6, 2022, episode 126. My name is Sarah. You who is meowing is Momo. And we're also here, I guess, with Tyler. How are you, Tyler? Yeah, I'm just a guest at this point. <laughs> Molly just, Molly gets second billing over me now. She's it's, taking over. Yep. Yeah. Uh, what you been up to? Um, been watching some stuff lately. Not so much, well, you know what I usually play. I'm not playing anything new. Just watching stuff. You said you were going to play something new, though. I did. I did downloaded something new. Yeah, and I was shook by what I saw. It's because I was watching the um, SGDQ run of it. The, we weren't even home for the run of it. No, the VOD. I was watching you the, watching the VOD of yeah. it? Yeah. It was the very first run of the, yes. of the, the event. So, yeah, Shadow of the Colossus. I'm going to try that out. Why didn't you try Ego first? Is Ego not available? It probably is, but I don't know. I, I the, the gameplay in this seems more up my alley than the platforming, puzzly stuff from Eco. Well, it's kind of platforming, puzzly. How you have to get up the the giants. Yeah, that seems pretty straightforward once you figure it out. I just watching the vod of a GDQ run is not the same as playing the game. No, I'm not saying I'm trying to beat the monsters in 30 seconds like you're doing the <laughs> run. I'm just saying. Anyway, we'll see. What's the horse's name? Does the horse have a name in this one? Agro. Is that what the horse's name is? I think so. Yeah, well, you still playing your hospital game? I took it a few days off. I was so busy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started back up again yesterday. I planned to play an RPG, but there's like, there's just no time. Like, I thought I'd be able to play it during the day, but you're just so busy during the day when you have a kid at home from school. So it's just like, never mind. Only you. Most people just park their kid in front of the TV or the video game and say, go nuts. I can't do that. I know can't. You know. Uh, and then today he found the joys of Pokemon Go. Oh, yeah. So he loves walking now. <laughs> loves walking. So, yeah, we go on walks and there's just... It's a little trick to get kids out of the house. Hey, we went on a longer walk today because he wanted to go to the Pokestops. So, whatever floats his boat gets us out there. Um, but, yeah, so I I got back into it yesterday and remembered how addictive it was. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I have tried to limit myself to only... There's, I think, 21 hospitals in the game. I try to limit myself to one a day. At most, and then I have to get off. That's my limit. What does visiting the hospitals do for you? Like, you have to create the hospitals. Okay. Like, they give you, like, uh, different star levels, and you have to complete quests to get to three stars. So I have to get to three stars for each one. But some of them, you don't even start with. Some of them, they're like, oh, you have to, here's our crappy one, make it better. So usually I'm just used to starting with a blank slate. So, yeah, there's just so much to take care of in that game that it's just you're always thinking and you're always thinking oh i can't stop playing because what if i forget to train this person to do this and i didn't want to do that next but he's not up he's not promoted yet so i have to go back and do that first just everything's always spinning so that's been my experience the past couple days i started watching an anime but i haven't watched enough of it yet so i will not talk about it what is it a fairy tale i think it's an old classic i have the i have the game for it um, which came out like two years ago, uh, but I haven't started it yet because I wanted the context. And it's a short series; I think it's only three seasons, unlike um, something like Dragon Ball or something, which was or Naruto or One Piece, which goes on forever in a day. So this is consumable, and it paid for Crunchyroll accidentally, so we're gonna watch it. <laughs> accidentally? <laughs> well, my free trial ran out. It was two weeks free trial. Who does two weeks? And then I forgot. So we still watching. What were you watching when I got home today? 
Uh, yeah, new series that I started. Well, I started watching it last Friday when it came out on Amazon Prime. But uh, it's called The Terminal List. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You were looking forward to this. Yeah, it's really good so far. I, I've they, they did... Amazon dropped all eight episodes at once on Friday. So if you mm. wanted to, you could just binge it. They're, each one's, I think, about like 50 minutes long. So okay. You thought this was going to be a movie? Is that the one? When I initially saw the trailer for this months ago, I, it looked to me like it was going to be a movie. And then like a couple weeks ago, I'm like, oh, it's a series. I didn't expect <laughs> that. I mean, I knew it was based on a book. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, I could see why they turned it into a series. They definitely could have condensed it into like a two and a half hour movie. But it's better to flush it out a bit this way over eight episodes. So I'm through six episodes so far. Um, I debated finishing it tonight. I, I've been kind of just watching one episode per night ever since it came out. Mm. So I'm, I'm slowly going along with it. And, uh, no, it's really good though. I like, I like it so far. It's not, uh, it's not doing anything special, right. like story wise, but the acting's solid. The action scenes are good. I like the, I'm pretty sure I know where it's going. It seems like it's working its way towards predictable conclusion here. Although I, I don't know any spoilers about how the series ends, but I read the other day that they might be doing a season two, which leads me to believe <laughs> that. That was fast. Which leads me to believe the protagonist probably is not going to die. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. So we'll see where that goes. But That's, uh, like, I understand announcing that like a month after, but like five days after it came out, it's like, spoiler, rude. I suppose. But uh, yeah, that's good. And uh, I know you're not, you're not even busy the past week. We haven't really had a chance to go back and watch the other show that we started. Uh, oh, the one with a really long name. Not that long. It's a very long name. Under the Under the Banner of Heaven. That's long. <laughs> I thought it was longer. No. <laughs> I keep thinking Mormon is in the title somewhere, like a uh, subtitle or something. No, no. Okay. No. Under the Banner of Heaven. <laughs> it's not like Mormons present Under the Banner of Heaven. Um, and I, I was just watching a trailer earlier for another show. I saw, again, this is a trailer I saw months ago when they first announced it. And now, it, usually, like, when it shows about to come out, they'll drop, like, a second trailer. as like, okay. a reminder, <laughs> which oh, is what this was. Yeah. Essentially, this show is coming out. July 8th, which is two days from today Today when we're recording this. So we we have, we don't maybe have it directly, but you have a connection. To so, Crave? No, no, uh, Apple TV Plus. Oh, yeah. Sissy. Right. We can get it through your sister's account. Actually, I saw an ad yesterday for Canada that if you have PlayStation Plus, you can get six months of Apple TV Plus for free. Oh, yeah? I should have went through the link to find out if that was real. But it was on, like, I think the PlayStation website, so it seems legit. But I should look into that. But yes, we do have it otherwise. Very good. Because yeah, so this show, a couple of things that you know, intrigue me about this show. Um, the trailer itself isn't anything special, but it's more about who's behind it. So it's being written and produced by uh, one of my favorite authors, which is Dennis Lehane. He did uh, like Shutter Island, ah. The Drop, um, like Gone Baby Gone, stuff like that. Oh, lovely. Yeah, he's really good. And I think this is the first... Because usually most of his stuff is adapted, but I think he this was like a, an original screenplay he wrote. Yeah. I think it's based on true events. I believe it's a true... So basically, Ish. the the main character is like... Uh, well, the actor's name is Taron... How you pronounce it? Taron Edgerton. He was Eggsy in Kingsman. He was okay. the young agent. So he his character in this... From like the top of this trailer, he gets arrested for something. Some kind of crime conspiracy. I don't know. And, <laughs> um. And uh, he gets sentenced to jail. I think it's like uh, ten years, something like that. And they basically—it's one of these. It's one of these, it, It's kind of a—you've heard, you've seen, definitely seen movies or TV shows like this before. It's one of these situations where a guy gets a prison sentence, and then um, 
again, I don't know the context of why they come to him, but some government people come to his character. I think his name is Jimmy in the show. They come to Jimmy and they say, you know, we want you to go. What if we transfer you to a different prison and you like befriend this prisoner who's accused of murdering a bunch of women and try and get like some confession, confession out of him kind of so we can nail him. Okay. I think it's before he's on parole or something. So it's one of those stories where he kind of like, infiltrates another prisoner and that prisoner is played by another actor I really like. So I don't know. I'm intrigued by the whole concept of the show, even though it could be cliche with a lot of the, the outlying information I've seen so far, but the actors are good. I like that Dennis Lehane is behind it. And um, so yeah, that, yeah, that's called Blackbird. And it comes out in two days on Apple TV+. Plus. So that's going to be a series then. It's a series. And again, I don't know how Apple TV does it. If they drop everything at once or if they do a weekly thing. I have yeah, no idea. Yeah, I have but no idea. We'll see. It's another one I'm looking forward to. It kind of works out well because I'm pretty much going to probably finish Terminal List yeah. today or tomorrow. And then maybe I'll start watching that on the weekend. The mm-hmm. new one. Because so. there's not much in theaters right now. Like the new, oh. the new Thor movie comes out this Friday. And I'll see it eventually. But I'm not in any rush to like mm. go see it this weekend. Like, I've even I've seen some reviews... And, you know, it sounds good, but nothing amazing. You liked, you you watched the new Doctor Strange movie on Disney Plus. I haven't Plus. seen it yet. Oh, no, you didn't. No. Oh, I, I've, been, I've been putting it off because I, everything I see about it just makes me think, eh. <laughs> like, I laughed when I watched, there's an honest trailer they did yeah. for it. Because I, I already know the spoilers about the movie. I'm not worried about oh, spoilers. Oh, don't tell me spoilers. I'm not going to. But I'm just saying, I watched the honest trailer, which pretty much summed up everything I've already thought about the film from what I've seen. And someone's like, if you want to see a better multiverse movie this year... Go watch everything everywhere all at once. <laughs> like it's, yeah, I feel that Marvel is just missing the mark so far this year. Yeah, and again, like like a Thor sounds good, but it just sounds like kind of safe. Like well, Thor is always a safe. Yeah, one. although I liked I read not read sorry I watched Jeremy's review the other day. Jeremy mm-hmm. Johns on YouTube he did a good review of the new Thor film, and he was just saying how he didn't like how they made Thor so dumb in this one. Like, oh, okay. Like, it's like just, an oaf kind of yeah, like a big brooding yeah, oaf. Yeah, and it made sense in like the first Thor movie because he was like basically a god from another world on mm. earth that kind of thing but over the avengers movies thor has proven himself to be smart and capable and now you're dumbing him down again mm. for the sake of comedy it's like eh, I don't know. at least I heard, I heard that christian bale is really good as the villain mm. which i was intrigued about so good villains are hard to come by true i think it's all i got in terms of what i've been watching or looking forward to watching right now all right well i didn't mention last week that i was going to do something about sports this week since you skipped it last week yep and well i, I guess technically speaking this might be better served this probably would have better served to do next week closer to the actual event but we're close enough to oh. talk about it um the all-star yeah and we'll be all-star game oh game in general um what do you want to talk about the break for i mean i don't know because home run derby is <laughs> fun too well i was gonna mention that as part well, of my that's thing not part of the game no it's separate. part of the break okay so i was gonna ask you this like if you if someone said to you, I'll give you free tickets to one event, would you rather go see the Home Run Derby live or the actual All-Star Game? Live? Oh, Home Run Derby. That was easy. Yeah. Yeah. They don't try during their All-Star Game. Like, they, it used well, to mean something. What? You like when they used to play for home field advantage? Yeah. Like, that was yeah. cool. It's but, the only one that had stakes. Now it's just like, now it's just like every other sport where it's like, haha, we just get to see a well, whole bunch of no, All-Stars so at once. The one thing... The one thing that's good about the baseball all-star game compared to, like, well, the NFL Pro Bowl is the biggest joke. Cause they Are literally... they stopping it? I read that's one of the... I think they're not going to do it anymore. But even over the years, it's gotten worse and worse. It got to the point now where it's basically touch football. Yeah, and no one, No one wants to get hurt. No. So no one's going to, like, try and sack the quarterback. No one's really going to try and they're going to push everybody out of bounds or, yeah. or you know, no one's going to pile on. Like, yeah, NFL is just, like... It's like running a scrimmage, like a no yes. no contact scrimmage, basically. Um, hockey All Star game is okay. I, I like mean, the skills, the skills are good. The actual game itself, it's like again, there's not a lot of hitting. 
because they don't want to get hurt. So it's a lot of. But basketball is the same skill. too. The basketball skill competition is so much well, better than the All Star games. Yeah, basketball. No one plays defense. Like yes. everybody just. Yeah. But the skills competition, fun. Yes, I agree. Um, same with the home run derby, fun. Like I was say, but at least in baseball, like again, you, you don't usually have a lot of contact in baseball, so you can still have. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only the only thing that's annoying about MLB All Star games because like so most hitters, depending on how the game goes, most hitters will get maybe two at bats. Not more yeah. than that, because you still got to cycle in the guys on the bench. Yeah. But the pitching is where it gets, because most, usually you just send a pitcher out to pitch one inning, because yeah. you're trying to cram all these guys in, yeah. especially relievers near the end of the game. But, but no, I, I know what you mean about the home run derby. Like it's, uh, if you, and if you were to go to a home run derby, would you want to sit in the outfield or would you want to sit kind of like behind the batter to get that view? Would you rather have, well, would you rather I, have the opportunity to catch a ball or would you rather have the view of no, sitting? No, I like seeing the guys hang out together and so like, see, like along the, the first, camaraderie. Like, the first or third baseline, yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. I like just being part of the action rather than like okay. catching the balls. Let the kids do that. <laughs> I'm not sure where, is it in LA this year? I don't remember. Oh, I don't remember either. So the date is almost two weeks from now. It's Tuesday, July 19th. Okay. So the home run derby obviously is the day before. That'll right. be the Monday. So it is. Yeah, that's right. I'm right. It's in the. It's at the Dodger Stadium this year. Okay. Okay. That's interesting. It's. I just saw that on Google here. It says how much are tickets to the All Star Game? Mm-hmm. So, um, there's obviously the U S. prices. What do you think the average ticket price is for the game, not the derby? The game. Six hundred. I mean, keep in mind it's. Um, Tickets usually cost more for basketball and hockey because you have a smaller capacity. Mm-hmm. Like Dodger Stadium can fit almost 60,000 60, people. That's how massive so. Dodgers was. It says here the average ticket price is 167. Oh, that's not the worst. Again, it's an average. So yeah. Obviously, if you're sitting behind home plate, you're probably paying a few grand at least. Yep. So I wonder, have they have they revealed the uh, home run derby? Can, can, no, we've only yet? heard about who's coming and who's not going. Mm-hmm. This is an interesting article. This was just posted a few hours ago. It says, um, I saw a thing about this on Twitter the other day. And I guess the commissioner has... There was something in the new CBA that the commissioner, Rob Manfred, has the option now, the ability to add um, legends to the All-Star game. Hmm. So it says, here are five players. This is a CBS Sports article I'm seeing. Here are five players who deserve consideration in 2022. So he says, yeah, Manfred can unilaterally appoint players to the All-Star game in recognition of their careers. It's essentially a legends clause. But what? But they had their chance to be in the All-Star game. Well, no, most of these players have been in All-Star games before. They're just yeah, saying it might be like their last chance to be there for the fans oh to see Oh, my gosh. Them. Then so, friggin' Bautista's going to want to come back. Like, the article here says the clause reads like it was written specifically to get Albert Pujols into the game this year. Because <laughs> <laughs> he is, he has said he's retiring after this season. Oh, okay, finally. Good so, for him. And he hasn't been to the All-Star game since 2015. Well, he hasn't been in All-Star right. since you know, 2015. Yeah, he hasn't, yeah, he hasn't warranted it. Yeah. But... He's still been good, just not all star worthy. Mm-hmm. So they're the current players that are legends. These are current players, okay, yeah, not retired players. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you meant like retired. players. No, no, we're not bringing like you know Barry Bonds out of retirement or something. Oh, yeah. current okay. players that probably wouldn't get back to the All Star game based on their own merit, based on where okay. their skills are at at their ages, respectively. Okay. So, like another example, they said would be like Miguel Cabrera. Yep, great, obviously great career, Hall of Fame worthy, like Hall of mm-hmm. Fame bound player, but. His current play is not up to snuff. No, it's, it's on the downslope. Yeah. Um, this was kind of interesting because this player probably could, maybe not this year necessarily, but he could most years warrant his own inclusion would be Clayton Kershaw. Mm. And someone says the fact that the All-Star game is in L.A. this year. Yeah. Seems like kind of a no-brainer. Yeah. Another older player, uh, Yadier Molina from yep. St. Louis. Yeah. I just feel like it's taking He's, he's also retiring after this season. so it's t- They're all taking spots of kids that might deserve it, though, this year. Well, okay, but the theory is the kids are going to have a lot more chances to 
Do you think Kirk will have as good of a chance as he did this year I'm ever? Not, I'm not saying. Well, keep in mind. I know none of them are catchers. I get that. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't have any competition in this department. But people like him. Like, break up. Like, oh my gosh, what's his name? Uh, no, starts with S. What are we talking about? He was our first baseman. He had an amazing season. Then he went to Japan. Smoke. Smoke. Justin Smoke. He had an amazing one season. That would have been his only chance to be an all-star. And that was it. Mm-hmm. So that would take his place. Well, again, these legend players. I-, I think these legend players are, if I'm reading the article correctly, these are on top of the current all-star roster. So the people that are already in the game it's have to play the- with less innings. Well, it's like it's like okay in in the, in the case of like Pujols or Cabrera, if they got not, if they got chosen to go to the game, they would just be up for like one at bat, probably in like the eighth or ninth inning. Just be like, hey, and then the crowd goes up, gives them standing ovation. It's like Pujols last chance, yay! I think we're just um, b- banking on nostalgia here. Well, baseball does that a lot. <laughs> oh, <laughs> this is funny. Um, they're trying to find like a list of home run derby players that. I know they haven't released an official list yet, but I just want to see which ones either have or haven't or have declined yes. going. Like Vlad Jr. said he's not going to do it yeah. this year because he's in a boop boot. doesn't want to hurt his wrist. But this one says, so and this article says, Pete Alonso issues a challenge to fans over his home run derby participation. It says Alonso would love to defend his home run derby title in a couple of weeks. However, his, Oh, yeah, he was like the upset. He was the underdog last year. However, his decision to, to defend his title appears to depend on whether he has named a starter in the game or not. Oh, so he's basically, snap. basically saying to fans, you want me to be in the Derby, vote me in as a starter. <laughs> Interesting. It's <laughs> one way to. But it doesn't often happen that people come back to back years, is it? Uh, it used to happen a lot in the old days, yeah. like when Griffey Jr. and, but and nowadays, players. It no, really nowadays, happens. yeah. It's, most guys don't want to do it like three years in a row no. or something. But like, it's like, you know, it says Alonso is no stranger to the Derby, having won it in back to back years. Oh, and, wow. Because they didn't have one in 2020 because of COVID. So uh, he won it in 2019 and 2021. Oh, wow. I didn't know he won it in 2019 yeah. also. Wow. It says last year he I hit I thought the- Soto was the clear winner or clear favorite last year. Oh. Well, other than Otani, who went out in the first round. It says last year Alonso hit the second most single derby home runs, 74, only behind Vlad Guerrero Jr.'s mark of 91 in 2019. Yep. And he still lost. <laughs> Alonzo also sits atop the list for the most all-time home runs in the, der- in the Derby with 131 over two appearances. Wow. Yeah. I don't even know who else could possibly be in the home run Derby this year. Well, most likely the Astros guy, Jordan Alvarez. Yes. Kyle Schwarber. Yeah, a good participant. okay. I'm pretty sure Otani wouldn't do it. Again, no, I don't if, think so. If asked, I don't. But it's in L.A. I mean, we want some I mean, L.A. people. J- Judge or Stanton, one of those could be an obvious one. Yeah. And if Judge or Stanton, for some reason, decline, if they both decline, if you need to have, like, a Yankees rep, you, you could throw Anthony Rizzo in there. I mean, he's got 20 home runs this year. Does he's, he? He's no slouch, Yeah, He would be a legend. <laughs> he's always younger than I think he is, though. All right, so here's... I'm picking on CBS Sports here tonight, but here's their article about picking the ideal eight-slugger uh, home run derby field. So let's see who they suggest as their eight. So obviously, you got Pete Alonso yes. should be the number one choice. Um, another one, maybe it's not... Super obvious for people who aren't fans of the team, but for the Braves, uh, Austin Riley is the uh, the choice. He's he had 33 homers last year, mm-hmm. and he's on pace for 40 homers this year. So okay. he's, he's, okay. he's yeah. Most, said, but... most people would say like Acuna, Acuna Jr. or I mean last year Freeman would have been a choice. But mm. um, if you want, I mean, if you want to have a guy to bring a little personality and excitement in terms of a younger guy, you get Jazz Chisholm. He's on the IL right now. I know. 
I know that because he's on my team. <laughs> uh, if Bryce Harper didn't get hurt, I'm sure he would have been happy to do it oh, again. Oh, poor Bryce. Because yeah. he won in 2018? Uh, yeah, I remember when like his dad was pitching to him or something. Yeah, whatever year that, yeah, it was twenty seventeen, twenty eighteen. I don't remember yeah. that year. Um, if you want like kind of like a left field choice again, for, not necessarily for fans outside the team wouldn't know him that well, except for Blue Jays fans. Uh, but Rowdy Telez. Okay. Could be a outside pick. Mm-hmm. I thought he was having a poop year. Did he turn around? Uh, he's having a he had a, a hot start and he's cooled off a bit, but he's still okay. having a good. He's on pace for a good year. Someone said if you want to get a, a Dodger player in there, or, or sorry, never mind. He's an ex-Dodger player, but I was going to say uh, Manny Machado could be another choice for the National League. Mm-hmm. Um, the American League ones are what you'd expect. Um, like, <laughs> I don't actually, I don't want this player to be in the Derby because I'm, I don't want him to get hurt for my fantasy reasons. I'm being selfish here, but <laughs> By- Byron Buxton, mm. um, he'd be a, a fun choice for the Derby for sure because he's not he's not your stereotypical slugger. Doesn't have the body like a, stand, a Judge or a Stanton, right? But he's he's having a great year. He needs stamina for the home run derby. Though. Oh yeah, you know it's. And yeah, what is it? Um, how many years ago did they change it to the current formats in now? Where it's because it used to be like years ago, probably before you started watching the derby. It used to be you just got like I think they gave you ten strikes basically. Oh. So you, it doesn't mean you have to swing at every pitch. Like if if the guy you know if you're if you're you bull, feel- bullpen coach whoever the hell's lobbing the balls you if they throw one like a little higher a little inside you don't have to swing at it but basically mm-hmm. you would have like ten. So if you, if you foul it off the strike, obviously, if you swing it, well, no one ever swings and misses at a derby. But, um, you know, if you didn't obviously get a hit it out of the park, it counts as an out. So, yeah, you used to only get like 10 strikes. I don't then, remember that. So Yeah, that was years ago. Like I'm probably, I'm probably thinking over 10 years ago. Yeah. But um, then, of course, they changed it over the years to the format where it's time-based. Yes. And then at some point, they introduced, they would give you like timeouts in between. Yes, yep. Because what is it now? You get, is it two or three minutes? I thought it was two minutes. Is it and two then minutes? you get like a 30-second timeout whenever you choose. You only get one time, one time out per round, right? I think it's one time out per round. I think, so. I think if it goes to overtime, though, you still get it. You get a second one. Yeah, yeah, because they have that rule now too, where I think if you hit it over a certain distance, you get like an extra thirty seconds added on to the end of your. Oh clock. Uh, yes, Remember? you're right. So you yes. have like your two minute window. I think it was last year if you hit it over four hundred fifty feet or yeah. something, they would have the stat cast tracking it and everything. And then once your clock is zero, you get like an extra thirty seconds. Yes, right. you're absolutely right. I think that's. Uh, uh, yeah. I like the format of the time. Yeah. You just see batters, though, just fall into a slump, and then <laughs> you're feeling but, bad for them. But always, think of the horn derby. Yeah, you always get some guys who start off a little slow, but then it's awesome when you see, like, in the last 30 seconds, they're just, like, crushing boom, everything. Boom, boom, it's, it's like boom, you get into a rhythm. Like, every five seconds, just boom. Yeah, and it's then reset, crazy. And boom, and then... But it takes so much stamina to do it. Like, crazy. Oh, yeah. Like, the first round's always the best round. After that, it's just, like... The second round's always, like, the... Oh, well, we just got to get enough to pass, and so you save some energy for the finals if you make it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, my favorite part. I will not watch the All Star game. <laughs> I usually have the All Star game on in the background from doing something. I'm not like actively watching it though. Um, I'm like if the uh, based on the current ballot, if a if a few Jays are going to invite, then I'll like I'll watch their bats. I want to mm-hmm. see Kirk or Vladdy when they hit. See if oh, can... Kirky. <laughs> Oh, he's just, he's just so fun. He's just a little ball of fire. He's fun. So it's funny. We're actually, um, I was going to look up a stat here. We're pretty, most teams are pretty much at the halfway point of their season. Mm-hmm. And for those that don't know, MLB is, it's 162 game season. So obviously 81 games would be the halfway mark. Mm-hmm. And most teams are at, or just slightly past that mark. Like I think the Jays are, um, maybe what are they at? 83 games now? I'm trying to see if they just played a game today. Their record is, 
Yeah, so the Jays are at 83 games right now. So. What is our record? We are currently 45 and 38. Which is, uh, unfortunately for us, fourth in the AL East, but it's a tough division. At least we are only... Uh, it's not a tough division. It's the toughest division. Yeah. We're, t- <laughs> we're technically um, tied. We're tied for a wild card spot right now. It's funny. Look, look at the three wild card spots. It's Boston, Tampa, Toronto. Yep. <laughs> Go AL East. We kind of figured yeah. that would happen throughout the year, though. But I thought, okay, so since we're basically at the halfway point of the year, let's look at, let's look at like the league leader in stats. Because we can basically just double whatever their stats are and be like, hey, this guy's projected for right. X amount of home runs. or So the home run leader, I think it's still Judge. Yeah. Judge is at 29 home runs right now. So obviously he's on pace for roughly 58. Wow. Yeah. Which, you know, it's pretty hard to... I'm trying to, remember, I'm trying to think, when's the last time a player hit 60 in a season? It's been a while. Even hitting 50 nowadays is hard to do. Yeah, for sure. But he's very prone to getting injured, so that's, right. let's hope he doesn't. He's been, yeah. he's been good this year. Again, it's, it's so home runs, obviously, the home run leader isn't necessarily always the RBI leader. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's more Lots to solos. Right. So the, the RBI leader right now is actually Pete Alonso. He has 69. Wow. So again, he's on pace for almost 140 wow. RBIs, which I don't think he'll hit that number. He'll probably settle somewhere around 120, which is still a great season. Yes. Um, here's an interesting one because you don't see these in, like stolen bases. Like it, it's it doesn't happen anymore. The gone are the days of the seasons of guys getting like 50, 60 stolen bases in a year. Oh gosh, that's no. never, So let's just see who's even the. Is it Trey? I would think. Um, oh, I was gonna say I thought Chisholm might be up there, but apparently he's. Like, when he's, he he's like on the IL. They never let him play. All right. Well, the leader right now is uh, I think he's on Miami. Yeah, Miami. Another so Jazz is also Miami, mm-hmm. but you got a player. You put him. He's not a household name. John Birdie. Okay. Uh, so he's at 25 right now. So he's basically wow. on pace for 50, which would be somewhat impressive. <laughs> Let's look at uh, here's a list you don't want to be on strikeout leaders for hitters. Mm, is it Gallo? <laughs> you would assume, but I don't think Gallo doesn't really play every day. That being said, he is still on pace for, even though Gallo isn't really an everyday player anymore, he's still on pace for 180, uh, 180 strikeouts. Oh, gosh. But the leader at the moment would be. Um, Player on Seattle, uh, Eugenio Suarez. Well, let's look Cur- out for him in our next series. Cur- currently has currently has 112 strikeouts, so he'd be oh, on pace for boy. 224 roughly. Oof. <laughs> Some other names on here too, though, that like guys that have like a lot of power, but just obviously swing and miss a lot. Like Kyle Schwarber is over 100 strikeouts. Trevor Story has 100 strikeouts. So. Story's not having a great year, is he? Yeah. No, Story's struggling. Well, the power numbers are there, but his average is pretty bad. Yeah. Um, let's look at the pitching stats for a second. Robbie Ray has fallen off. There's only three. <gasps> we see Robbie Ray soon. Oh, do we play against Robbie Ray? We're playing Seattle next, so yeah. it's, it's a four-game series, right? So I'm pretty sure well, the odds the odds are high. We will see Robbie Ray. Yeah. So currently, oh. currently, there's only three pitchers in MLB that have an ERA under two. Starting pitchers, I should say. Um, so the leader is Dodgers guy Tony Gonsolin. Uh-huh. Kind of like a revelation this year. He's, he's been a good player for a couple of years. We've never been on this level, so he's yeah. Really good Another one, your boy, uh, Shane McClanahan. Yeah, my boy. And another guy no one ever talks about outside of Miami is Sandy Alcantara. Oh, yeah, I remember him. But he's having a great season. 1.82 ERA, and I think he's something like... I had Sandy last year. Did you? I did. He was was decent last year. Um, Alec Alec Manoa is just outside the top five. Yeah, he had a couple rough starts. He's struggled a little bit lately, but he still has a 2.3 ERA, which is great. I worry that it's just the atmosphere in the dugout that is mm. holding all of them back. Um, the strikeout leaders, 
uh, it's a close race. Uh, number one you have is uh, Corbin Burns. Has mm. 134. Mm-hmm. So, again, he'd be on pace for, let's say, almost 270 strikeouts. Oof. And number two is McClanahan. He's only, only one behind Burns at 133. Uh, yeah, a couple of the prominent names up there. you got Aaron Nola, Garrett Cole, Robbie Ray, just outside the top five. Otani's got 109 strikeouts. So, again, mm. he'd be on pace for over 200. Which, again, when you factor in his offensive stats, also makes him ridiculous. <laughs> um, here's, here's a list you don't want to be on. Guess who the league leader... Guess which pitcher has given up the most walks in Major most League Baseball. Most walks? Yeah. Please tell me it's not a, a Blue Jay. It's Kikuchi. I was going to yeah. say Kikuchi. <laughs> yeah. Oh, poor Blue I think Blue it's 40, 41 walks in like 64 innings or something. Yeah. yeah. Yesterday, I think he walked in a run. He walked five yesterday, and he also hit two batters. Yeah, remember the hitting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. not great. <laughs> no, I was listening to it. And I'm just like, yep. At like the announcers and all the Blue Jay Central people were just like, "What do we do with Kikuchi? <laughs> we give him the pink slip." I mean, they signed him to a three year contract, so you can always just cut him and eat the money. But well, but we have a problem right now. We um, Gossman. Gossman, yeah. Gossman is not playing tomorrow, so we have to bring people up, so we don't have to have to fill two spots if we kick out Kikuchi. I'm just looking ahead um, to the Jays series with Seattle to see if it does say when Robbie Ray is supposed to pitch. I don't think. They've only said tomorrow's starter yet, and it's not Robbie, so. And we haven't said, right? Or we're bringing the, uh, somebody up. Yeah, ours is to be determined. But yeah, the you know for, for Jays fans on the East Coast right now, I'm sure you're probably aware of it. Playing in Seattle, the next three days are all going to be 10 p.m. starts. Yeah, so sleepy time TV. The Saturday game even at 10? I guess so. Oh, yeah. wait, four game. Sunday's probably midday. So four. O'clock-ish. Sunday's like a four o'clock exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then and then they finally get a day off next Monday. I uh, get to fly back home and have a little two game series against Philly. Ah. Uh. Um, and unfortunately, um, well. Depending on whether he plays or not, but um, next Wednesday is Kevin Gossman bobblehead day. <laughs> I know. I hate when they have bobbleheads and it's like we're not playing. It's so hard to do bobbleheads or like any theme day for a pitcher. So. Yeah, that's true. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not saying they have to pitch that day. No, but I at know, least but at least it, be like active, not be on the IL. <laughs> yeah, but still, like you would like them to pitch on that yeah, day, but right. yeah, for a pitcher, it's just not going to happen. And apparently, after after Philly, Toronto has a a four game series at home against Kansas City. Which maybe should help help them snap out of their. Hey, we thought Oakland would help them snap, and it did not. Yeah, well, it's also on the road. You're but... blaming it on Oakland? No, no, I'm just saying, like the Jays, you know, they they played what was it? They played like the five games over. We lost seventy two hours. Lots of games against Tampa at home. Yeah, that's Tampa. Tampa always beats us. <laughs> I'm just saying. I love should... Tampa. <laughs> the at least leading into the All Star break, they're playing KC, so they can kind of hopefully go into the break with some momentum. Mm. Like they're playing the Yankees or anything, but also on July 16th, which is a Saturday, it's Jordan Romano hat giveaway day. Oh, cute. <laughs> when does the season start again? Is it the Friday after the All-Star game? Yes. Okay. Correct. It's not easy for us because we have to come out of the All-Star break with a three-game trip at Fenway to play Boston. So. Anyway, we shall see. But yeah, so baseball, home run derby, All-Star game, things to look forward to. Um couple weeks from now the season does it feel to you like the season has just flown by so far baseball season yeah kind of yeah so i always sort of like 
I pretty much watch like every game in April. I'm always like, right, oh, yeah. I'm right there in April watching everything. Like, <laughs> While playing, it will be the show in the background. Especially because it's mostly divisional games. And then May, you get a bit of a lull because, um, I don't know, maybe it's just they're playing teams that aren't as interesting to watch or mm. games where like, you get these games on the West Coast you where you don't want to stay up late. Were, uh, watching or at the game last night in Oakland? Oh, was it like 5,000 or something? Less. It was like <laughs> just about 4,000. Yeah, and then I saw... That's sold. They I said saw, you can only see 2,000. I saw a thing on Twitter after the... Um, what they say? It was after the game on Monday night. Mm. It says something like um, four fans outside the Oakland Stadium, four fans were hit by stray bullets. And it's not like there was a... It's not like there was a, you know... A, Shooter? A, a, a gang fire and like that. It was, it was they, they claimed that people were shot or grazed by celebratory gunfire. The people were just shooting into the air. Oh, for goodness sakes. Because Oakland won? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oakland of all teams. <laughs> and then, of course, people you. realize when bullets go up, they have to come down. Exactly. Yeah, me and Luke was talking about that today. Yeah. Gravity. So, <laughs> but then someone just like, and does anything some of America better right now than <laughs> celebratory gunfire after a... Well to, be, cause, well, to be fair, too, I think Monday Monday was 4th of July, right? So That's true. Also but explains. also bad things happen on Monday in America. I saw, also, so many, so. I saw so many videos on Twitter about people doing fireworks stuff on 4th of July and like people would... Obviously, they're buying stuff from probably like the local, local convenience store or whatever, mm. like these illegal fireworks and just setting them off. And it's mm-hmm. just one guy was actually, I don't know, I think it was in Philadelphia or something. One guy it was recording from like his apartment building. There was someone like driving down the street in like a black sedan or something. And they were standing out of their sunroof, like just shooting fireworks while they were driving down the street. Oh my gosh. That's why in some <laughs> states it's banned because yeah. y'all are crazy. Oh, jeez. I saw one uh, stupid video posted on, I think it was on Twitter or Reddit or something, where this guy was obviously doing it for the views. I cannot believe someone would be stupid enough to do this without just trying for to be For the content, famous. Tyler. But this guy let off this, like, Pikachu firework thing inside his bedroom. So he basically had it sitting on his bed next to a cardboard box and a bunch of other flammable things. And this Pikachu thing, you basically light the top of it. You light the wick on the top, and then the thing spins around, like, it does a 360 yeah. and just, like, shoots fireworks out of its arms and everything. and. And I was, just, I was just waiting for everything in this guy's room to catch on fire. It didn't? <laughs> no, surprisingly. There were sparks flying everywhere, but I didn't see any actual fire. Wow. But the guy was just, like, freaking out. And, of course, like, he's, you know, he's one of these YouTube guys that gets, like, millions of views on all of his, mm. millions of hits on his on his videos. So, I'm sure he's doing it for the content, but I'm just mm-hmm. like, jeez, man. Like, you hope, like, if anything, he lives in a house and he's all, like, trying to burn down his apartment building or something. <laughs> like, Gosh. <laughs> we can literally just go out on our front porch and watch fireworks. Yeah. It's wonderful. We live in a great area. <laughs> Everybody in a circle is doing it. Oh, anyways, uh, we'll wrap this up here. A little bit of a rant, a little ramble at the end there. I apologize. But um, yeah, so um, email topic of the week. Um, I will just keep it to baseball for now. Well, you know, What are your thoughts on the either the MLB All-Star game or the home run derby? Do you like them? Do you prefer watching one over the other? Um, if you were to attend one of the events live, which one would you rather go to and why, as Sarah pointed out? Um, yeah, let us know your thoughts or suggestions. Uh, what's the email, Sarah? When opposites react at gmail.com. All right, well, that'll wrap up tonight's episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, I guess next week will be video games. So- yeah, because you skipped. You skipped. Okay, yes. I know. Yes. Well, just- I understand now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'll figure something out for video games. You always figure something out. Yep. Eventually. <laughs> yeah. Well, like I said, I hope uh, maybe even earlier in the episode, if you like some suggestions of the shows I mentioned, that I've either been in the middle of or looking forward to watching. Maybe you want to check out the trailers for those. And like I said, one's on Amazon, one's coming on Apple TV. 
At least you'll finish the Amazon one. You can update us next week. That other one we mentioned that we are still in the middle of uh, Under the Banner of Heaven. That's on Disney Plus right uh, now. We still haven't finished Mindhunter Season 2. True, which is on Netflix. Yeah. So a little so, bit of everything. Yeah. <laughs> Too bad you have a different sleep schedule than I do. Sometimes. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> be rude. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, that'll do it for tonight. We're out. And we'll be back same time next week. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>